Welcome to the Tim Biscuit Podcast. Today we've got a new guest, that is... Zoe Moore. Well, thanks for coming on, Zoe. Um, why I've got you on, because I'm doing a, um, a couple of, like a sort of like a mini part series on um, taboo subjects. Okay. And being one taboo subject is pole dancing. And you're a pole dancer, and I thought, I'll get you on. So yeah, thank you for coming on. Sounds great. So do you want to tell us a bit about pole dancing? Because like pole dancing, when people say about pole dancing just say you say to someone i do pole dancing mm. the immediate thought comes into people's head as cd yeah definitely. sex worker <laughs> sort of stuff like that but it's like but it's not is it so do you want to tell us about like sort of pole dancing the pole dancing you do because normally what happens is well pole dancing leads to stripping stripping leads to porn porn leads yeah. to prostitution that's what people think yeah that is what people so, think so yeah. um how did you get into pole dancing? Um, so I got into pole dancing because a few of my friends did it. Um, but I, I also tried it with my sister uh, when I lived in Leeds. Um, but that was a little CD. So we used to do it in this um, club called The Basement. I don't know if... It already sounds heard CD. Of it. Yeah, I know, the it basement. sounds CD. So it was this club called The Basement. Um, and you, we used to go... It wasn't open at the time, obviously. It was rented by the person who taught us. Um, but it was very sticky floors smelled like alcohol cigarettes it was it, it was very um now that, felt cd and, that, <laughs> and that's like what's the impression people get of like a seedy room with seedy yeah. old little men yeah well that was it and like you know the bar staff would always make sure they were stuck in the fridges or something like that when we were doing our lessons and stuff and it, it felt a bit like that but um but then I, I stopped doing it for a few years moved back home um obviously to grimsby uh, and then my few of my friends did it uh, at this like a proper dance studio right so i thought i'd pick it up again um about six years ago started dancing uh, and now i'm an instructor so you're an instructor been, yeah so i've been doing it a while now so I've, I've, I've been instructing for about a year and a half so i'm like there is proper levels like proper um grading systems to go through mm. to become an instructor there is yeah so i've uh, i've worked through most of my levels now i'm just on the last level that we do um but i i qualified as a level four instructor like i say about a year and a half ago uh, and so i've been teaching my own students for that time so what attracted you to pole dancing i am not a dancer in any shape or form um i'm not graceful but um i love exercise i absolutely yeah. love exercise um and i just thought it'd be a laugh so like i say some of my friends already did it they said that they were having a good time and i always saw them obviously going out with all these people and i thought you know what that sounds fun it's, it looks like a community yeah so i thought i'll give it a go so i went along to a, a beginner's course uh ran a it was a four-week run course uh, by my friend becky now me and her are like best friends now and she was my first instructor um and uh yeah i just i couldn't stop once i started it was it's like you always need to get the next move was you worried about any connotations associated with you if like people said oh what are you doing tonight you say oh, i'm just off to pole dance classes yeah and, like what did people think like your parents and your friends and your family my my parents were fine with it um because my parents are quite well, you know, you know my parents. Yeah. They're quite um, relaxed and liberal about re- things. Yeah, yeah. That's that's how I'd probably describe them. Yeah, relaxed and liberal. <laughs> so, <laughs> Very. Um, so I, w- I was not bothered about telling them at all. Actually, my mum finds it amazing, thinks it's really cool. Uh, but when I told people at work why I was leaving on time or something, because I don't really leave work on time that much. Um, if I was leaving on time, I'd tell people I was going to dance class. And when if anyone pried anymore and asked what kind of dance it was, I always used to say contemporary. <laughs> so, so like, 
you yourself in a funny way was not ashamed but a bit maybe embarrassed to say the real reason yeah in case people's going to associate you with being a yeah being a pole dancer because pole dancing doesn't mean you're a pole dancer as in like in a club but that's immediately what people's brains go to so now i say it openly because I'm it's linked with bothered. stripping into it yeah and, and we i mean we've had girls in our in our classes who have come from stripping and actually want to better their performance by learning pole properly right. um so we've had it the other way where they're already stripping they're already working in clubs but they actually want to get better at what they do so they want to learn it properly yeah um and obviously we can do that we can teach them how to do things safely um in heels out of heels you know stuff like that but primarily it is fitness based but it's still as, as you just said about the heels with or without it's still got that sexual link to it yeah definitely. it's still got the because i've been to some pub pole dancing events because obviously you're all friends and that with me yeah um the moves are provocative suggestive yeah <laughs> to say um, the least, some of them yeah so, very much so but <laughs> you say you did it for fitness yeah so is that what attracts a lot of people to pole dancing to, mm. to, to like get fit your upper body strength yeah and like, and like your core i think in our in our club it's very much um fitness based and i think that's why a lot of people join um mm-hmm. But there are completely different styles, even within our teachers, of, of what you'll learn in class. So depending on who you get, you will get more people. Um, so certain people will do flow within their class. So Danon um, and Christina, who are really good at flow, they teach people actual snippets of routines in their classes. What's flow, if people don't know? So flow is, instead of just doing um, a move, get out of it, do go up the pole, do a move, get out of it. Mm-hmm. That's kind of just static movement. That's more kind of fitness-based. You're lifting your body a lot. Um, it takes it, You're doing a lot of effort because you're coming up and down the pole constantly. Um, whereas flow is where you're moving, transitioning from one move to another seamlessly, like right. you would in a dance. Yeah. So flow is, is how you would start doing dance so, work. Yeah, so it's a bit like if you was playing something, you wouldn't stop and start a new piece. You just continue yeah. into one movement. Yeah, that's it. It sounds pretty obvious now you put it like that. So maybe yeah. I've been a bit stupid there. No, it, it's all terms that we use every day and we kind of get used to saying them so much that, it, yeah, I, I kind of just use them without thinking now. <laughs> Are people surprised when they come to pole dancing or if people come to the pole shows, it's not what people think it is? A lot of the time, yeah, because we have a charity showcase and people are sometimes so shocked that we allow children um, to come. Uh, We encourage, it's a family show, so we (laughs) have um, uh, a lot of elderly people there. So the last time we did a showcase, we did it for uh, Not Home Alone. So we invited a lot of their care care workers and and people like that to come and we had a lot of of elderly people in the audience. You didn't give anyone an heart attack, did you? (laughs) Yeah, not that we know of. (laughs) But uh, but yeah, and there's kids running around from as long as as long as the child's old enough to sit there and watch a show, they're old enough to watch pole dancing. But then there's the darker side. Well, I won't, I won't say darker side because that's not putting it in a good light. But there's the seedier side, which people automatically re- like relate to. And this is one of the things I want to do with yeah. this podcast series for. It's um, it's cool to be taboo. Yeah. So like, so like yeah, your, yeah. So I'm like your part one. Um, and it's not what it is, but mm. you say there's a fitness side to pole dancing. Is there another sexual side to pole dancing? Is there the Definitely. two different? Yeah, there's two different sides. So um, there's a lot of shows every year where we compete. Um, a lot of our dancers compete um, at different shows. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are within those shows, 
there are classique competitions so classique is the true true to its roots pole dancing classes so what would true to its roots roots be that's the stripping side of it so right. a classic competition is sexy style it's flow it's floor work it's it's how you're moving your body to the music it's not so it's more sexualized it's more sexual yeah it's it you'd probably wouldn't see anybody dancing a classic competition without the heels without wearing kind of leather or or nipple tassels or things like that so you'd get a lot of skin in there in yeah. those competitions whereas in just a generic pole dancing competition you can see somebody on stage in a full length skirt and yeah. no shoes and it's a very flowy more of a ballet style it can be anything like that but then if you go to a classic competition or even there is one called dance filthy which is worldwide um it's one of the biggest competitions um they have really good guest performers from all over the world come to them and dance filthy is just as it says in the title it's they are filthy routines there's cake flying around there is whipped cream in people's faces there's pools full of milk that people are wrestling in there's it's everything you can imagine from so that. <laughs> if it's people like people wrestling in pools of milk it sounds yeah. a bit more of a like free-for-all dance sexual yeah rise. that's it it's got pole in it um but you are also graded just as equally on what you do on the floor and how your routine pulls together as a whole. So the one with the milk that I'm thinking of is it was a fantastic. It was a it was a male pole dancer, um, and he did it to I can't remember the song, but it was um, it was about milkshake about your milk money get my milk money and he like knelt in a pool while this girl doused him in like milk and he was like writhing around in it um, and it was it's just that's he'd done his pole dancing bit and that's how he wanted to do his finale um and it was just it was just great to see it was fantastic so like when people say pole dancing people think of women and girls yeah. but men do it as well then and lads do it do they men do it a lot yeah I, a lot of men I, do I, it i'm sure they do i can yeah. see why as well yeah. <laughs> I, will, I just have to um my dance class right. <laughs> yeah your dance class i have to see what moves you learn ah oh, you know it doesn't matter about this <laughs> Oh, it, yeah. We get we get a few guys. We've got a few guys in our club, um, straight and gay. It's not a lot of people think it's just gay men that do it, yeah. and it's really not. Um, I mean, well, you know, gay or or otherwise, sexual persuasion, whatever. Yeah, um, that's another thing all entirely. I, 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 I was about to say that if I I heard a guy does pole dancing, and it is wrong, and I shouldn't judge, but it's a human instinct to say, either repair there or you're gay. And that's exactly what people think. That is, that is exactly what people think when you say it. I mean, but I mean, um, Gary, my fiance, yeah. um, has been to pole classes and he has passed his level one pole because um, he wanted. He was always talking to me about it. I've and still got to wind him up about that. You've reminded me. Oh yeah, he's still got to rhythm <laughs> about that. Um, but I mean, he's really good at it, and he's a big guy, um, mm. and he's he's obviously got the strength for it, but. Guys are good at different things at pole, so you'll see a lot of men using it for strength moves, so you'll see a lot of human flags, um, climbing the poles, things like that, whereas you won't see them do much um, flow work, so like floor work and splits yeah. and things. But then there are guys, we've got a few guys in our club who are so bendy, I'm jealous, because I can't do the splits but they're like reaching the head of like leg above the head and it's just like oh god can you not because i just wish i could do that <laughs> do you like sort of so because 
like the hip placement on girls and lads is different. Do you find that you can do moves lads can't do or lads can do moves you can't do? Mm. Like oh, sort definitely. of, and you'd never be able to do it even if you practice them because of the sort yeah. of difference between the way you're both built. There's, yeah, men do have to, men ha- I think men have to try a lot harder than women um, to do certain moves like that. I mean, there are some men out there who are just so bendy, but they've probably been gymnastics as kids and yeah. things like that. Whereas um, just say a generic man, so say you came to class, never done anything like that before, you would struggle to do certain things because of your because of the way you're not flexible in your hips i've not, tried it yeah i've <laughs> tried it i'm like one thing i did learn when i tried it it's harder than it looks i sort of got halfway up the pole and i like it's a long way down and <laughs> i'd like you go all the way to the top yeah but also you've got the two different poles one that and i literally only learned this the like last pole thing i came to a pole spins and there's a stationary pole yeah normally in every that. competition there's a spinny pole and a, and a static pole yeah so why what's the primary difference except for one spins one stationary i know <laughs> but you know what would you use what moves for well certain moves just look better on the spin so certain moves where especially where you're um so you can twist your body a lot so there's a move called like a ballerina where you would contort your body around the pole so you end up on both sides of it it's really hard to explain but that move when you do it on static it it looks good but it doesn't look half as impressive as when you do it on spin because it just flows it just you wind your body around the pole and it looks like one big movement whereas when you do it on static it can look really clunky um and whereas on 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 spin your body is moving with the movement of the pole if that makes sense so yeah. you you kind of move with you when the pole starts to slow down you'll go into another move that'll flick the pole into motion again and it all moves together as one one motion whereas on static you're the only thing moving so it's a lot slower you have to con you have to control your moves a lot better than when you're so it spin. so it's better for your core as well It'll like get your spin is spins incredible for like we would only ever put pole dancers on spin who are competent on static yeah. because the the force of when you're on spin actually pulls you away from the pole so you have to use twice as much force to keep yourself on the so pole. So I suppose you're fighting against gravity and yeah. that sort of things like that. So the closer you are to the pole as well so um you can do a lot of moves where you like a pencil spin where you are literally um parallel with the pole yeah and you hold your arms onto the pole to keep your body away but you are supposed to be parallel so your legs don't touch the pole looks very simple sounds very easy it's so hard to keep your body straight and then you're just spinning round aren't you you're yeah. just spinning round but it looks I've fantastic s- on spin on static st- you don't yeah, get much I've, movement i've like seen that yeah it's a like pretty amazing move yeah you do one move where you sit with the pole between your legs and you like put your legs out and you pull yourself up the pole. Yeah, an arms only climb. Yeah. That's I still can't get over that. I yeah. mean, like I wanted that to take. And like while when like you're doing it, you're like legs out. They're not dangling. No, I keep them up. So there, you've got your arms, your shoulders, triceps, yeah. biceps, yeah. and you've got your entire core yeah. muscle and also your legs. So yeah. like all your body's working. Yeah. For that move. Yeah. How long did that take you to nail? And how um, like you know it's because that is probably the most impressive thing i've seen on a pole yeah well our poles are just over eight foot um no nearly nine foot nearly nine foot um so yeah and i can climb all the way from sitting on the floor all the way to the top and back down again 
without putting my legs on the pole. So you don't slide down, you'll... No, come. I walk myself back down with my hands. So also you've got your grip. Yeah. <laughs> Which, that's, yeah, that's pretty crazy. Do you have any, like, liquid chalk or, like... Yeah. ...to, like, do it? I use liquid chalk. Um, well, I use a form of liquid chalk. Um, it's, it's not the stuff that you would use in a gym, just because that is... Um, um, more for stopping your hands sweating we use it as a grip aid as well so ours is a bit tacky i was just saying so it's got tackiness too. yeah it. so it's not um it's there is a product called dry hands um that i use a lot it does dry your hands out it stops them from sweating mm-hmm. but it also um it does also have a grip aid in it as well so it does help me climb um and sticks so i use it on the back of my knees uh, and my hands and my uh like Elbow. Elbows. Elbows. Yeah. Because, yeah, because I don't think people know how physically enduring it is mm. to do. It, it is. I mean, I'm, I'm helped because, I mean, the arms only climb for me didn't take as long as it normally should have for anybody else. But that's because I do a lot of gym work anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do, obviously, uh, like lifting and, and weightlifting at the gym. So I've already got more strength than like a, a normal person kind of starting pole plus you're smaller than mm. well, how tall are you you're five, five four five four so would you say your size helps you do that or like would it be the same for a taller person same for a taller person i mean it's all relative um i always say that because uh, gary always says this to me because he says i'm stronger than um i'm stronger than him in that sense because of pole and i say to him it's all relative you should always be able to lift your own body weight yeah but you, <laughs> so, yeah but you see that in like the world's strongest man competitions, one like sort of strong man will hammer someone and say the Atlas Stones, and then the farmers walk. Everyone's got their own thing. I mean, yeah. I'm I'm crap with shoulder work. I've never been good with shoulder work. But if it yeah. comes to bench pressing or legs, legs are fine. Yeah, bench press is fine. But when it comes to shoulder and pushing up, yeah, I think I just think people are naturally I'm, I'm better good. at certain things. So, I mean, I've always I've always had an impressive upper body strength. Even pull ups. Be- yeah, even before the gym. Because I just always did. It's just the way I'm built. You should try rock climbing. But I'm good at rock climbing. I've done oh, yeah. it a few times. Only with Oscar though. So, and it's more I follow him up just to make sure he doesn't fall. Because I'm terrified. Well, like if he falls, he's going to be falling on you. <laughs> yeah, I'd rather that than him fall off. So, going because it's about taboo subjects and things like this. Yeah. Let's look more on the sexual side, which makes people think because that just sounds like you're going for a gym workout basically on a pole yeah and a lot of people use it for that but then like you say there is a complete other side of it so i mean at the minute we're training um for i'm a human prop um in my friend holly's uh routine for a dance filthy competition so that that is a a, 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 da- a dirty competition yeah. where she will be stripping and taking clothes off and what f- fully nude or pants no and not bright. fully nude yeah th- so pants and that's another thing that, that people don't understand about these competitions there are actually rules about that so if you say have like a nip slip or something like that you actually get marks deducted because Do, no one takes the bra off in the dance filthy ones you can then. take your bra off as long as you've got nipple pasties on now why is that is it some sort of thing to do with just a rule of put in there, or is it? Yeah, it's just a rule because it's not it's it's not stripping. It's a it is still a competition, and there do do have to be rules. So, um, you know, anybody could get up on stage and take their clothes off provocatively, but it's all. Well, about... I don't think people would like me to because <laughs> I, I just look like a big fat sweaty potato, <laughs> and afterwards I'd just be like, "That oh, Mr. Potato Man." <laughs> but um, 
But yeah, so it, it's, it's really it's strange, rules. isn't it, that the only rule is you can strip down but have nipple tassels on. Nipple tassels on. Um, or nipple coverings, or has it got to be tassels? No, no, coverings. You can right. use, so a lot of girls uh, just use black electrical tape and just have the X's across mm. the nipples. Um, that brings it into a bit of the bondage area so, as well. Oh, there's a lot of bondage stuff in it. So a lot of people wear like restraints and stuff like that. Um, you can wear full leather outfits, um, all sorts. In fact, that's what we're doing for this competition. We're wearing a full catsuit um, with holes in it. So, you, so it isn't really fully covered um, and masks on. So, and that, and that but, but it is going to that sort of... Um, this is the side what people immediately think yeah. of. Yeah. But this is the side that actually I don't think comes out of a lot of pole dancers until they're fully competent in pole dancing. So like I said, we do have some people who come the other way and who are strippers and then they come to pole to learn more and get better at what they do. But I think a lot of people actually, it takes them time to, to warm up to their own body because so many girls we have come in are... I don't even like what they see in the mirror so they would never show it to anybody else and it takes a lot of time to get that out of somebody but once it's gone out of their head that's that's it they're gone they're in there (laughs) do you you think it's um a way of expression on sort of the sexual side and in normal life they're not like that but when they go on stage they become Mm. someone else and a different personality comes up definitely and that's a way of expressing themselves instead of doing something else like running yeah lifting weights I, I do. I think it's a complete expression of of yourself because it's. But it might not reflect your personality no. in, like, shall we say, quote marks, real life. Yeah, I I think so. I mean, a lot of the people we have who come are stay at home mums. Are you know work at solicitors, work at big firms. They have really high important jobs. You know, engineers and, yeah. and people like that, and they come there, and it's the one place they can let their hair down. They can be a woman. They can make themselves feel sexy do you do you you think that's what it is that they want to go and like they want to make themselves sexualized because they're a woman and they want to empower themselves and do it through that yeah i think i think so yeah because a lot of the time like uh, someone who's coming with us to watch this dance filthy competition in a few weeks um has never been to a competition before and she was a bit nervous because she was like oh i don't know i don't know because she's quite reserved she's like i don't know if i'll get on with it and i'm like well you will be surprised because it'll be five to one women to men. There will be hardly any men in that audience. It is all women. Where is it? (laughs) (laughs) Our podcast. It's it's all women because it's all about supporting each other. And like, it's it's the women making the noises more than like, we're like whooping and screaming. I know, yeah. Yeah, the last one I went to, well, no, not the last one, the one at the... um, uh, the one at the Casablanca, there was a lot of whooping and screaming. So it's yeah. so it's a bit like a sisterhood then. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a community. We all we all watch out for each other, and it's it's one of the things. If if people want to go into a club and get on a pole and do it for men, then that's fine too. Like it's, I just feel like as long as they're doing it for themselves, whatever anyone does, as long as they do it for themselves, then and it doesn't lying, really matter. And I think that's where the line's drawn because um, a lot of people who are into sex work and prostitution and things like that, some are no doubt definitely 100% being trafficked. Trafficked? I can't even <laughs> say the word, trafficked. People know what I mean. Um, and they're being exploited. But yeah. then again, you get them other people that 
like what they do yeah. and they say and it's my choice yeah. if I want to sleep with people and get paid for it that's fine that's I it. like go and do it yeah. and I think that's where the line draws like if you're getting pushed into it you like hit the nail on the head with them like the club part dan- like sort of dancing for men mm. if they're happy doing that yeah. that's cool yeah. but if they're being exploited I think that's where the problem arises and I think pole dancing dance has such so much bad press mm. along with everything else and the media doesn't help and it's in such a bad light as like well because like oh, as soon as you say I've got a pole dance oh you got a pole dance on your podcast and yeah. it's like <laughs> I went, admittedly yes but I mean I didn't know until like Holly did it yeah like, so you, you, you know you and Becky did it and I like, sort of said it's not like that just come and have a look yeah and it is like you know you've got like sportswear on and things like yeah, that. yeah that's it I mean you came to our open day didn't you to yeah. see us there yeah in the like your new studio in the new studio yeah and I mean you saw um a lot of different things that day so we mm. did strength moves we did doubles moves we did obviously singles we went through what it was like to do move to move um and things like that so we demonstrated all sides of it probably besides from sexy we didn't show sexy that day just because there was children in the room so there is i think there is definitely two sides to pole there's still a bit of sexiness in pole dancing they're definitely but it's closer than people think so like i say a lot of people come to our class for fitness and then three years down the line, once they're comfortable with the body, and I don't mean in the sense that they've lost weight or anything, they just appreciate themselves for who they are and they are willing to do it and they, they go, right, actually, you know what? I want to try a sexy competition and so, they'll do it. So you've hit upon something that probably you guys, well, like you might do, but you go and it gives you self-confidence. It gives you mm. body positivity. Definitely. I mean, that I think that is the main thing that you get from pole. Next and, to fitness, it's body positivity. And that, even from being from mental side and a psychological side, that like must be good because there's mm. so much pressure from people, especially the media again. And so also Instagram now is coming up like oh, all these like Terrible. stick thin people. You must do this. You must look like this. Mm. But I mean, the people I saw there were from small, skinny to large, chunky, medium. Yeah. And like they all did it, yeah. And like they're all in the tops, and they didn't really give a shit, yeah. And it's like so from that aspect, I think that's brilliant because it's like making you more confident in yourself, yeah. Definitely. Not not you, but you as a collective, yeah. Are like more confident in sort of yourselves, and you feel good. Not only that, it's making you fitter, yeah. It's it's killing off your depression because. Obviously, you know, if you feel down, you go to the gym, your endorphins yeah. come out and you feel great. Yeah. And it's also good for that. And it's also killing two birds with one stone because it's making you feel great. And it's yeah. also giving that positivity where you go, well, I don't care. I, yeah. I'm quite happy in myself. I can do this and I can do that. And I think it's still in this day and age, it still looks upon as CD. Do you, yeah. do you, like, you still find that even when you explain it to people? all the time so when i say that because we do a lot of socializing with the group um i'll say oh i'm off on a i'm off on a night out this weekend or something um oh who are you off out with oh just all the girls from pole oh where are you going oh where are you going i'll meet you and i'm like no you won't you're not interested in my nights out normally you can jog on pole dancing girls how come it's like they're just normal girls just normal girls it's just i call them pole girls because they're girls i know from pole dancing or if you went out with the gym girls i'd just say yeah i'm off out with the gym if, lot. if a mic sort of you saw all your pole girls because i mean obviously i f- sort of follow your pages on online um on like instagram if like you saw in your working attire and just normal going out 
you won't be able to tell. No. And it's this impression is where people think, oh, you're a pole girl, you're a bit of a slut, I bet you dress a bit like a type when like, you go out short skirt, yeah. boobs out. That's it. Like makeup on. That is not the case, is it? But you'd be lucky if you got me in a skirt. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm I, jeans and trainers <laughs> through and through. <laughs> I think all of you are. Well, yeah. Or like if any of you wear skirts, they're all like decent. Yeah, like, we're not like that. I'd like think it's the, um, again, think, it's the yeah. link between... Do you, I mean, do you think there's any way that it's ever going to break, that people are going to think pole dancing fitness? I I think we're halfway there, and I think that's a good place to be, just because I don't think we'll ever fully get rid of the stigma just because that style of dancing is out there. And I don't believe that needs to be stigmatised in any way. I feel like if you are a pole dancer in a club, crack on. You're obviously having a whale of a time, and you're getting paid damn well for it. Mm. Go and do it. Like, but... I think because there are two sides to it, you'll never lose it. Unless it was never in clubs, it'll never go away. And yeah. Because people will always see it like that. But I don't think that's a bad thing. I just think it's it's one more thing that we just have to go, well, you know what? I'd like to see you try. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. So. Do I mean, I mean, are you confident now about telling people I'm a pole dancer? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because I, you said at the beginning you don't really care now if people know. No, I don't really care now if people know. I mean, like I say, at the beginning, I used to do my dance classes or my contemporary classes. How, many, how, like, how long did you tell people you did dance classes and your contemporary dance for? Probably about a year or two. Probably that, a year or two. And I didn't put anything long. on Facebook. I wouldn't post any of my pictures. They were just for me. I just wanted it to be for me. But I wasn't very happy with my body then either. Whereas now, I think, I'm a bit older now as well, obviously, um, and I just kind of got to the point where I think, I just don't care anymore. <laughs> do, you, do you think, because I've known you for quite a while, and like, no disrespect, but your body really hasn't changed, but do no. but do you think you're, except for got older, and yeah. like, bodies do change, but it's like, no great significant... No, like, I haven't, loss I haven't lost gain. any weight. I'm, no. I generally always float around the weight I am now, Um and I've never really changed from that since being probably early 20s. But I'm just happier now. So I do just you, don't care. So do you think <laughs> through pole dancing, it's like made you more confident in yeah. sort of your body and think, I don't really care anyway now? Definitely, yeah. I just I just think, you know what? Like, if anybody feels like they want to judge me, that's their problem. Because yeah. they're doing that because they're not happy with themselves, not because they're not happy with me. And have you found any benefit into like sort of normal life that you can take from feeling more confident from doing your pole dancing yeah definitely like like i mean the fact that i tell people now that i do it yeah i think i mean it's great and i always try and spread the word even when i'm doing competitions and stuff and going to competitions i'm always telling people now i'm like yeah you should come and see what it's about do this do, you know have a look trying to get the stigma away from yeah. cd flat cap yeah rolled or yeah wanking in the corner men but because i tell you what, what i'd love think. to go to a strip club I've never been to a strip club. I've never been to a strip club. I've never been to a strip club. I used to work next to one and the girls used to come out into like a shared like alleyway we used to have to like smoke or whatever. Um, And they were such nice girls. And like, I used to love talking to them. And that was only when I was like 18. Um, I used to love talking to them and they were so nice, but I never actually ended up going into the club. Um, And I just really want to, because I just think, I think it's amazing what they do. Do you think you'd ever try stripping off off, off the back of pole dancing i wouldn't just because i'm not a performer um i do charity shows and i do um like i'm a human prop and i'll mess what do you around. mean a human prop you've like said you'll be <laughs> a human prop in one 
so just like any just like any prop so you know how you have props in dancing so like you know it's like a set but like a moving set basically so i'm what sort of prop of the, are you gonna be uh well in this one i'm a chair um so you so you're gonna be sat on yeah <laughs> so i get given a lap dance but I'm the chair, so... Um, how, how, how are we going to be a chair? You... So I put my legs around the pole um, and do like a wall sit. Kind right, of like a yeah, wall sit. No, yeah. um, so I do that. So obviously because I go to the gym a lot, things like that for me are really easy. So I can plant myself really strongly and yeah. let somebody dance on me without me moving too much so I don't put them off. So I'm going to be doing that while, um, while uh, someone is going to be sat on my knee Um like in giving me a lap dance basically so so, so like saying that it's like as you say it's like it is like a contemporary sort of dance art then because it is a form of art art is obviously expression and yeah. things like that so you could class pole dancing as art i yeah i think it is because i mean when you look at some of these routines the things people come up with is just insane like it's it's a it is a dance and there is something called dance um pole theater which is a theatrical competition where you have, um, I can't remember the rules specifically, um, but you have a, a song that you're allowed to pick, whatever song you want, mm-hmm. um, of a certain length. And in that song, you have to make a full scene. Like you have to make a play almost, but on the poles. So um, two girls from our um, studio did it and they did like a pirate scene. Um, and they were like pirates chasing each other around the stage. And one of them stood on top of the other one and made it made her into like a lookout post. Um, and we're like looking out onto a ship and then like um, another human prop. One of our other instructors came on um, as a pirate and there was, uh, it was all sorts. And they were just like playing swords and stuff like that on stage, but up the poles. And they won the competition. Did they? But did they get dressed as six as as I'll say sexy pirates? Did they get dressed as sexy pirates? Pretty much, yeah. They were there dressed you go, as pirates. Still got that sort of sexy well, element to it, though. Well, I guess it has to be though, and I think that's the thing that people struggle with with pole is, to an extent, depending on however you look at it, it has to be sexy because you can't do it with your clothes on. Can you not? No, no. you can only do it in in your pants and a, and a bra. That's you because you need your skin. Yeah. So, like, men do it in, like, small, like, kind of trunks. Um, so, like, boxers really are the biggest you could get. But even with some of them, you'd have to pull them up because you need the top of your thighs. So, like, men are generally just in little pants, like, um, Speedo-type things. I'm just imagining Gary now in Speedos, and that's completely <laughs> thrown me off. A big, airy... I know. <laughs> big, airy bear in his in his little little pants. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's... So, yeah, it's, like, sort of... It's, like, not as seedy... Yeah, I mean, I mean, like, I know it's not a CD, but obviously we need yeah. to get the word out there. Yeah. Also, I did notice on your open day on how many different styles of pole dancing there is, like, when people jump from post to post. Yeah. From pole to pole, which yeah. is, like, incredible because it might not seem fair, but when you're, like, maybe five or six foot up that pole and there's a... What's an, what's the gap jump between pole to pole? Mm. is it five foot something foot? like that yeah but you'd literally you would you and you drop as well so you can do the drops you saw a few drops I've seen didn't the you drop, on the day but, yeah. oh you you did one where it was head first oh a swan dive yeah and you just so like basically you go to the top of the pole Pop, top of the pole you put your head facing down yep, and so you just go slide, slide so fast down and mm-hmm. you start before you smash your noggin into the floor yep that's, that's crazy <laughs> but what i didn't notice um because Holly, we've had Holly on the pole, pole dancing podcast. We've had Holly on the podcast before. 
quite well. I think she's been on twice now, or like three times. Yeah. I, I noticed what her style was um, more aggressive than yeah. other people's styles. And yeah. I, she, I meant she, she might kill me for saying this, but she was 10 times better than I thought she would be. <laughs> and it's like she got up there and it's like bang and it was like really aggressive where like sort of Bannon's and Becky's style is more flowy, more mm. not sensual but more like flowing yeah. and calm. Yeah. Is where you've sort of got the calmness but you've got that aggressiveness as well. Yeah. So do you find everyone's got their own style I of, think, of yeah. pole? I think it depends what you like music wise as well. So obviously you you know what music you like mm-hmm. and I would rather shoot myself in the head than listen to classical music. I just don't like anything slow, anything like that. I like I like heavy music. I like punk. I like rock. I like stuff like that. Yeah. So any kind of dance I would do would be to punk or rock or metal or something like that just because that's the music I like. So when I dance to it, I feel like it's me. Whereas, but that does give you a different style. So I, I'm a lot, faster um i do more tricky flippy strong moves so you're more acrobatic in your yeah i base my most my moves on strength just because that is my strength yeah so strength your upper body strength is better than say hollies or someone else's would be and that's it and that's why a lot of the time when i do this human propping for other people because like i say i'm not a performer whatever dances i do i generally do for myself but um like i carry her onto the pole this other time so i had to carry her um in my arms and for stuff like that for me is fine because that but that's what i'm good at because i'm yeah. good at doing being strong i mean <laughs> so. if, i mean if you do a double pole show i'm guessing um there's a lot of trust or you've got to have confidence in the person you're doing it with because some of the moves are dangerous because yeah. yeah. like if you, like, you misjudge that swan dive oh yeah i would you, smash my face <laughs> yeah and it's not just that it'd be your neck and your yeah. back and everything i mean have you ever seriously ate yourself from i have pole yeah. dancing? i've had a wrist contusion on my left hand what, what, what's um, so that basically contusion? means i i compacted my wrist so i didn't it my fault entirely i didn't come out of a move properly my hand got trapped between my uh like my, my elbow got trapped on my pelvis um and then i basically all of my body weight pushed my hand into the pole ah. um and it compacted my wrist so i had to have like a wrist support and i had to have like nearly two months off for it to all flip like basically it was all flared what, did up. it have to be x-rayed uh no it was it was all muscle work so it was all my ligaments had just just been ruined and basically. then like so when they said how did you do that did you save my contemporary pole dance dancing. no i said pole dancing what did they say does it did it start like spike come and say oh pole dancing it, yeah it did yeah the nurses were like oh really i'm like yes yeah. so they're like what were you doing i'm like i just trapped it between the pole and my body it's just that's what happens sometimes (laughs) it's it's good for a talking point and it's good because people then when it's a talking point it we to the thing say so it's not that seedy then you don't get any yeah a lot of people um a lot of women i'd say would go oh i would love to try that but i'm too old or oh i wouldn't i wouldn't dare do that i'm too i'm too heavy i'm like one there is no limit there is no age limit we have people come in as like as a mother and daughter auntie and cousin or do you mother know mother I mean? and daughter combo yeah well, <laughs> we've got them so they, they they all do it like they all and it's like you know we've got women in the 50s doing it and it's like because like i say you make it as seedy as you want to make it and yeah you know if you want to go down the sexy route fantastic and you know what if you want to do it you're probably going to be good at it. But it's not you personally that 
sets it seedy or not because the stigma is still out there. Yeah. And to do to like make that stigma go away, people need to be more aware mm. of it. So apart from dance th- filthy, is the like like a, a bit like a family one that people mm. can go to. Yeah, so there is generally regional competitions in every region. So the ones that we normally compete in are Yorkshire Pole Championships and Lincolnshire Pole Championships. Um, But then the winners of those go into nationals. So then there's national uh, competition to see who's the best. And then there's Champion of Champions, who which Dannon competed in recently. So she was she was scored so highly in her other competitions that she is classed as one of the best pole dancers in the country. Is she? And she got to compete in the champion of champions pole dancing competition so that and that was not cd that she she did a really um one of her pieces was about i can't remember what song it was i'm terrible with music because it's not my kind of music but um it was about a woman um being being beat up and she was like hiding from this man imaginary obviously in her dance but you could see her on stage and doing this struggle and it was a really emotional song and it was a really emotional dance um and she like she like took her jumper off and like like started to cry into it and it was really emotional the way she did it and that's it's completely different to sex that is not sexy that's something like where you say it's more like ballet and sort of contemporary yeah. dance then yeah which that's is more it. artistic yeah it is more artistic it's it's expressing yourself so it's a bit like it's a bit like music in the sense of you've got classical music, soft music, and mm. then you've got like, say we say hard music yeah. related to the sexual side of things. Yeah. So like, have you ever been offered um, to do like any stripping or the seedier side of things? Like if you've been at a show and someone's come and says, look, I've got a club, do you want to come and do a night for me? And you get paid, but mm. there'll be loads of weird men there. <laughs> I've not experienced it. Um, but like I say, I don't do competitions. So I, I'm only at competitions for somebody else uh, or to support students. Mm. But um, I know we've got one of our girls who actually enjoyed that side of it so much that she went and seeked out a job. And because she actually had pole dancing experience, she was hired straight away. Really? So she is now working in, in a strip club, in a pole dancing club um, in Hull. Um and loves it would and like that's where people might say if you do a private dance someone might say 50 quid for this and that's where where it can go on and that's where it can go on to maybe prostitution and that but like if the girl's happy to do that and she's not being exploited by anyone or being pushed into doing it i mean that's it she's problem with it she's doing that out of her own um off her own back she's i mean you know she has a partner um and he's fine with it because you know that if that's what she wants to do she's going and she's dancing for other people then you know who's but some people her? won't be able to handle that i don't think but that but then again that's down to the individuals and that, how yeah, they that's, deal that, with that it and that's it. on the personal level that's up to them yeah no, like no one's got a say in that yeah so do you think there's any more of a way to like sort of show people that it's not as seedy as people think and it is all about fitness well not just all about fitness expression and this without that seediness being attached to it is like is there mm. any way that the pole um, community, the pole community can like take that away and say, look, this is what it is. I don't think we can, but I also don't think we'd want to. So you like sort of still like that bit of edginess to it. Well, I just think, you know what? That's where it came from. Pole, pole fitness came from pole dancers. So I feel like- You've got to be true to You've got to be true to your roots. Yeah, like it's where it came from. 
it's sometimes where it ends up you know you don't yeah. have you know it's sometimes where you actually end up being because you're so happy with your body and you're so happy with your dancing that you think yeah you know what i am going to earn some money from this but it's not a dank fucking no seedy smelly no not to learn it. place where That's you it. go to like That's... our studio is white walls it is white walls um, white walls nice wood floor brand new poles it's it's a really lovely space and it's really light really eerie three big windows um it's fantastic and it's it couldn't be further from a club and if you, you tried. also meet new people give each other new confidence yeah. so it's just like friendship and everything so it's all yeah. right so it's you know happiness yeah. for like people that's it but i think we'll never get rid of the stigma but also i think you know what if people want to think of pole dancing as one thing then that's where that's them you're never going to change yeah. it it's you know it's like trying to get your grandma to change like cooking a gravy yeah do you know what i mean yeah. it is though isn't it like she ain't she ain't gonna change ain't gonna that's change the way she thinks years. and that's the way some people think about things like this it's like it's like a lot of issues in that you can't stop people thinking the way no. they do but if you change one person's mind that, that's great. good <laughs> like, even if one person listens yeah so if someone wanted to get into pole dancing for whatever reason mm. for whatever reason should i say where would the start because obviously if people listen to this in america or england mm. or i mean obviously I'll put the links to your pole dancing yeah, that place great, there. Yeah. And I mean, I'm not on Facebook. You'll be on Facebook, can't you? What's it yeah. called? Your It's Vertical Pole Vertical Grimsby. Pole. So I'll put your um, Instagram one on. Yeah. I've you got a YouTube channel at all? We don't know. We just we normally just use it for loading up our own our go. own things privately. You get a YouTube channel on so there. yeah, we do have all our show stuff on on there. So the show that you mentioned that you went to are one of our showcases. Um, our videos from that are uploaded on there, so I don't know how many people see them, but they're there. So, like, if someone didn't live in Grimsby, because obviously we're from Grimsby, that's the things I'm going to put on. But if someone was, like, say, down south in, like, the UK or mm. abroad, how, like, would they go about? Just look on, like, look, Facebook groups. Facebook is probably the best place to find it, yeah. There's um, there's pole dancing community. There is actually a website called the Pole Dancing Community, um, which is actually where we do... That's how I'm um, legally an instructor. It is a recognised qualification, um, obviously, because I have to be insured. Um, so the pole dancing community have a list of um, all um, schools and things like that all over the UK, um, all kind of qualified instructors um, and what level they're qualified at and everything. So for the starting point of what information there is out there, there's that website that's fantastic. Um, but Facebook's great. I mean, if you put pole dancing into Facebook, you'll get so many groups and clubs near to you, you'll be shocked because that's, we are everywhere. That's people, brilliant. What people don't understand it is like Grimsby's not a big place and no, we're here it's... so you can imagine in a city there's going to be a couple <laughs> I am like think some of the main aspects of it that's good to come out of it is self-confidence mm. new set of friends a new way of life giving you more confidence in life in general being yeah. body positive yeah and also gaining strength and fitness so yeah. it's like a win-win situation and which way whichever way you want to go yeah do that but you'll always get that small group that will be exploited but you'll get yeah. that in anything from anything yeah cooking I mean, to anywhere any like any bad comment that i get about pole dancing to be honest i get five that are good and that just makes me shrug them off so anything anyone that says something bad to me about pole dancing and i just think and a lot of the times it's from women like women say bad things about pole dancing a lot and i just think I don't know if it's because they're threatened. Um, you probably find it's because they're jealous. Yeah, jealous, threatened. <coughs> like, that's it. And I think it is. But 
I think I just really wish I could get them women to just try it at least once and then see how good they feel afterwards. I think people need to take a deeper look in sort of to things and before the cast of judgment mm. because I had arguments on Twitter with someone about um, uh, nearly all the sex workers are exploited and I was like, no, they're not. And, and yeah. they're like, well, you don't give me this and that and I put an article up saying most sex workers are happy. Yeah. And she said, I'm not buying that. So... <laughs> As, some as, as people you, you can't yeah, change some, their opinion. Yeah, and like some of these are like feminists, and I'm like, well, you should be supporting this. Oh, feminist groups. I, um, I mean, I'm. Not, I, I hate saying it, but this is why I do not associate myself as a feminist because they do more they, worse than good. They're not. Yeah, they're they're not feminists. They are feminists to their own degree, and that's fantastic. Yes, okay, we all agree that women don't belong in the kitchen anymore, but. Let's just say they, they should be. Oh, right there. We're not going to go anything <laughs> further. <laughs> but, you know, let's let's not pigeonhole them to, to one thing. So, okay, you're saying that we can be the managers of companies now. Yeah, great. That's that's a given. But we can't do pole dancing. Well, what if we want to? <laughs> so, it's your choice. Like, it's, for me, I'm pro-choice. I'm not anything other. I'm Do whatever makes you feel good. That's it. <laughs> and it's called to be taboo. It's cool to be to boo. Well, thanks very much for coming on. Um, so I'll put all your descriptions on and everything. Yeah, descriptions. fantastic. That's right. Yeah, I'll put your links in the descriptions. If anyone wants to come on the podcast, they can just send me a message on Instagram because I'm not on Facebook. I am on Twitter, but I keep coming on and off Twitter because it's shit. Um, <laughs> and as I say, it's a free speech, unedited podcast, but you're part one of It's Cool to be to boo. I can't even say it. It's cool to be part... It's, it's cool, cool to, to be, be taboo. taboo. Part one, <laughs> and you're it. So look forward to part two. We've got a few things coming up, so thanks for coming on. Great, thanks for having right. me. Thank you, bye-bye. The Tea Biscuit Podcast. The Tea Biscuit Podcast.